Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Now you know he didn't just mean for the apostles to go preach. Because we read over into the Acts of the Apostles that the Word of God talks about when the first great uh, persecution arose that they, the church was scattered abroad. The apostles, and they was the only ministry they had at that time, the apostles still abode in Jerusalem. But they that were scattered abroad, that was the church, went everywhere preaching. You say, well, is everybody supposed to be a preacher? Emphatically, yes. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, A Fresh Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. And Samuel did that which the Lord spake, and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming, and said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves, and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons, and called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass when they were come, that he looked on Eliab, and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. Glory to God. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this. Then Jesse made Shammah to pass by, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him. For we will not sit down till he come hither. Then we come to that 12th and 13th verses. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy. And with all of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look upon. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. And Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came on David from that day forward. Now, Turn back again. We, we, we're right there at the 92nd Psalm. Turn back again to the 89th Psalm. And notice what God said here about David. The 20th verse of the 89th Psalm. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. You see... Uh, when he talks about holy oil, he's talking about the actual literal olive oil that he anointed him with, but the Spirit of God came upon him from that day forward to anoint him. Can you say amen? amen. 
Well, now we're living today under the dispensation of the new covenant. Hallelujah. Under the dispensation of the Holy Ghost. Yes, the Holy Ghost manifests himself here in the Old Testament, but not to everybody. Everybody didn't have the anointing or any anointing. And those that we would call laity, you know, didn't, didn't have the Spirit of God at all. Only these that God had particularly called. But you see, under the New Testament, Jesus said to the disciples, you well know, go into all the world. And that great commission, you see, doesn't just hold to those disciples he spoke to. It still holds today. It's still in force. Go ye, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Hallelujah. Now, there's another little verse back over here in, uh, yes, here it is, in the 13th chapter of Mark. I was reading there from the 16th chapter of Mark, and the fifth, or quoting rather, the 15th verse, where he said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. But here in the 13th chapter of Mark, the 34th verse, For the Son of Man, well, Jesus is talking about himself. He's called the Son of God and the Son of Man. And thank God he is the Son of God from the divine standpoint and from the human standpoint. He's the Son of Man. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to notice this, because this applies to us. The Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants. You remember Jesus there in Matthew, as Matthew puts it, Matthew 28, when he arose from the dead, said, All authority, all power or authority. The Greek word translated power there means authority. The same word that's translated authority. All authority, all power or authority is given unto me both in heaven and in earth, and immediately said, I'm authorizing you to go. Go ye therefore. Go ye therefore. And so he gave authority to his servants and to every man his work. Every man his work. And he commanded the porter to watch. That may just be your, your work just to watch, bless God. Well, if it is, be faithful. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. So then Jesus said, go ye into all the world to these disciples and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, you know, he didn't just mean for the apostles to go preach. Because we read over into the Acts of the Apostles that the Word of God talks about when the first great uh, persecution arose, that they, the church was scattered abroad. The apostles, and they was the only ministry they had at that time, the apostles still abode in Jerusalem. But they that were scattered abroad, that was the church, went everywhere preaching. You say, well, is everybody supposed to be a preacher? Emphatically, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I didn't say everybody's called to, uh, as a ministry gift, but everybody's supposed to be a preacher. To preach means to proclaim or to tell. You're supposed to tell everybody about Jesus. Glory to God. Now, let's back up just a little bit now before we get ahead of ourselves. Jesus not only said go, I just was making the observation that he just didn't say go to the, to the apostles. He's saying go to all the disciples, to the whole church, go. Praise God. Amen. Everywhere you go, tell the story. 
Amen. But now he also said to them, before you go, I want you to go all right, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. Now then, that's Luke 24, 49. So then, in the Acts we see that they, uh, Jesus said in Acts 1, 8, but after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, now go back there in the Old Testament when David is anointed with oil, the Holy Ghost came upon him from that day forward. That's the same Holy Ghost, glory to God. Only it came for a different purpose. Now listen, he said, uh, after the Holy Ghost, Acts 1, 8, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me, both in J Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. That's not just the apostles that's going to be witnesses. That's everybody. That's everybody. Hallelujah. It wasn't just the 12 that was there when the anointing came, when the Holy Ghost came. Now go back to that fourth chapter of Luke for just a minute. Let's go back there. And as we go back there to the fourth chapter of Luke for just a moment, you'll see this, that the Word of God tells us that Jesus in the fifth and the fourteenth verse, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And they went out of fame of him through all the country. Now I want you to notice in that 18th verse, and the Spirit of the Lord's upon me. Amen, because he's anointed me. Well, the Spirit of the Lord's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is upon me because he's anointed me. He returned in the power of the Spirit. Power, Spirit, Holy Ghost, anointing are synonymous terms. Now back up just a little bit to the third chapter of Luke. Notice this. In the 21st and 22nd verses, and when all the people were baptized, this is talking about John the Baptist baptizing people in water in Jordan's river. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized by John, you know, in Jordan's river and praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. Well, here's a type. Jesus was born of the Spirit. The angel appeared unto Mary and told her that she would give birth. She said, well, how can that be, she said, thinking naturally, seeing that I've never known a man. But she said, he said, the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee. Hallelujah. And that which shall, that holy thing, you see, which she shall bring forth is born of the Holy Ghost. So that's a like and a type figure of the fact that we're born of the Spirit of God. But now here, 33 years later, bless God, here he is being endued with the Holy Ghost, endued with power from on high, anointed with the Holy Ghost, amen, to carry forth his ministry. You see, there's a type there for us. So we're born of the Spirit. Thank God for the new birth. But I tell you, brother, sister, we also need to be anointed with the oil from heaven. Can you say amen? Baptized with the Holy Ghost, in other words. Praise God. Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and uh, Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Hallelujah. And so then, he wants us not only to go, but he wants us to be endued with power from on high before we go. Hallelujah. You see, he's still anointing prophets. Hallelujah. He's still anointing preachers. 
He's still anointing people to go tell the story. You see, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witnesses. You shall be witnesses unto me. He's anointing them. Now he's anointing some to especially stand in the office of apostle. He's anointing some to stand in the office, the office of prophet. He's anointing some to stand in the office of evangelist. He's anointing some to stand in the office of pastor. He's anointing some to stand in the office of teacher. Now you understand this, that the Greek word apostle come, uh, you know, the translated apostle comes from the word apostolos. It means a sent one. Do you ever stop to think about it? Uh, you know, as important an office as the missionary is, is not found in the English Bible, see, but it's found in that word apostle. If they're really sent to that land by the Holy Ghost, they're an apostle. You see, there's only the 12 apostles. Paul wasn't an apostle in that sense himself. But uh, there are about 20 some odd people called apostles in the New Testament because they were sent ones. Well, of course, Jesus stands at the head of the list of the sent ones because in Hebrews 3, 1, it said, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, our profession. Well, thank God he's anointed the Holy Ghost. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer the three CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, A Fresh Anointing, for just $21. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And, uh, you know, we're so glad that you have tuned in with us. Uh, so many of you have been partnering with us now for a long time, and we really appreciate it, and we thank you for helping us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today... We continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, A Fresh Anointing. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.